Hi, I'm Ben Shapiro. Now, since today's podcast is about quote-unquote toxic masculinity in sports, I thought I would turn our attention to Simone Biles. Now, before the woke mob comes after me for going after such a powerful, inspiring woman, I need to say that I think Simone Biles is talented. So talented, in fact, that the least logical thing for her to do was withdraw from the Olympics. Think of it this way. Let's say my doctor wife, who was a doctor, in fact, studied medicine for years and years, which she did because she's a doctor. After her years of studying, however, she decided to stop being a doctor, which, to be clear, she hasn't done because she's still a doctor and she's my wife. However, given this theoretical, think about how many lives my wife, who is a doctor, could have saved had she stayed in the profession of medicine. Simone Biles is the same. She trained her whole life for this moment, and what does she do? Wastes it by withdrawal because of her quote-unquote mental health, which frankly, I feel summarizes the Generation Z to a T. The epitome of sports is to- Whoa, 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 Ben! How did you get on my podcast again? Get out! (sighs) Sorry, guys. I don't know how the enemy of the show keeps accessing my, my phone, but here he is. And actually, no, Ben Shapiro, come back in here for a second. You, you want to know what I think about Simone Biles withdrawing from the Olympics for her mental health? I think that's the most inspiring and powerful thing she could do. And you know what? I frankly consider it a compliment if Gen Z is regarded as Simone Biles is. Our generation should be labeled by the fact that we will prioritize mental health and our own well-being over some like competition, which at the end of the day doesn't matter as much as your well-being. Isn't that crazy? And so I think Simone Biles is to be respected, is to be looked at as an example. And it's not the coward's way out at all. She's won many medals, many Olympic medals. She has nothing to prove to us. And and that's that. And that's that. So anyway, Ben Shapiro was right about one thing. We are going to be talking about toxic masculinity in sports and the intersection of them. Let's get back to the real episode. Hey guys, welcome to Lonely Fans. I'm Emily, and uh, it's a beautiful summer day. You know, now that we are in the height of summer season, going outside and feeling the sun on your skin, doesn't it just make you want to, I don't know, go to, go, to the, go to an old ball game? You know, watch, some, watch a team throw around the old baseball. You know, imagine... You drive there, you get there really early so you can get a good parking spot. You walk into the stadium, run over to the hot dog stand. You you and your dad find your seats, sitting down to enjoy a nice old game of baseball and shouting obscenities at a child sitting several rows ahead of you just because they're wearing the opposing team's jersey. (laughs) Sounds crazy, but based on my research, this isn't too far off from what some diehard sports fans will do. Um, This is a really (laughs) interesting topic. And it's because I came across a Reddit post where somebody was, they were complaining about certain, like fans of a certain sports team. I don't even remember what what team. And it really kind of uh, threw me down the rabbit hole that is toxic sports fans. Now, you know, I think this goes without saying. This is not to hate on the, I don't know, emotionally stable sports fans. You know? There's nothing there's nothing wrong with having a favorite team and getting together with the with the boys or with the girls. 
and just, you know, sitting down watching a football game, even going to a game, getting some face paint, nothing wrong with that. I'm talking about the fans who, like, are violent and literally threaten other people and seek to harm the opposing team or fans of the opposing team. Now, <laughs> let me let me read you a little bit of the post that I came across that that started this this whole stream of thought for me. Oh yeah, so the post the the, the title said between the laser and making fun of the crying German girl, England doesn't deserve to win. Now, I think this is in terms of soccer, but honestly, you could hold a gun to my head and I would not know. Oh, wait, it's literally in the article. Let, let me just read it to you. This is, this is what the post says. Not even including that weak penalty slash dive. The way England fans have behaved this whole tournament is disgusting, and England deserves to lose. This is not what football is about. Now, this is me, quick interlude. I don't know if they're talking American football or like el football, like soccer. I'm not sure which, but the idea still remains. This is a sporting event. Back to the article. Football is supposed to be about people being together. Give people some hope after a very crappy past 16 months in the world. And this is what England decides to do. I understand it is not all fans who are garbage, but these ones certainly are not making England look good. Can you imagine if they win? We couldn't have done it without our fans who mocked a child and later nearly blinded a man. <laughs> Go Italy. <laughs> and then and then edit. Lots of England fans in my inbox. Your mother would be real proud of you threatening a person on Reddit. What is wrong with you? <laughs> like... Honestly, honestly, truthfully, you know, a lot of people were talking about how, how sad they were that sports were, were away for basically the whole year during COVID, and we kind of had this sporting event hiatus, and some people thought that was way too long, but I argue that the, hi that the hiatus wasn't long enough. We need a longer break. Like, come on, guys. If we're going to act like this, this is unacceptable. I, I don't understand being that passionate about something that you would threaten violence. And based on some of my other research, it's not just threatening violence. It is performing it, carrying it out. Here's this, here's this uh, Instagram caption I found. So this is, I think this, I believe this is after a soccer event. They said... There's a scooter rider who gets thrown to the ground, kicked, battered, beaten with the flag. I assume, like, the flag of whatever team was playing. There's, uh, let me skip this part. There's an ambulance that's stuck between screaming and insults while going to Code Red to rescue someone. There are firefighters being insulted and ridiculed, called in a choir jokers as they try to put out a fire in the middle of the street by fans celebrating. And there are dozens of cars that are forced to pass through the wings of the crowd, that are assaulted, kicked, smashed. Dozens climbing to the roof while people in the hood are prayed to terror. Someone is also trying to open their cars to kick out the occupants. And then there's the guy who runs like a madman in the car in the middle of the square until he heads over a guy on a scooter. This is written a little weirdly, it's fine. And then insults and peeping at law enforcement, buses robbed, bombs exploded among people, Kids falling out of running cars and losing consciousness banging their heads. All of this happened on Tuesday evening all over Italy. Uh, 
Tens of thousands of people completely out of control who have damaged, wounded, destroyed, humiliated, beaten, assaulted. Oh my gosh, dude. Now, I will say, this is an Instagram post and I can't, what's the word, corroborate this? I'm not fact-checking it. Um, there are videos that they posted that lead me to believe that, you know, they, they, they don't offer a good argument as to why the caption wouldn't be a lie. They lead me to believe that it's the truth. Now, I think it's really interesting because, <laughs> let me get one thing straight. So protesting for civil rights is a riot, but having a free-for-all on the street is normal fan behavior? Like, get out of here with that. Like, I guarantee if you had taken this caption, this Instagram caption I just read, and it was posted by someone who was not in favor of the, the Black Lives Matter protests last summer, and they had posted it instead and been like, this is what the riots are like. Conservatives would have been all over them. And now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that these kinds of sports fans and the group of people who are more conservatively inclined, I'm not saying they're the same people. I just think there's a little bit of a double standard here. Um... Take, take for example, the story about Pittsburgh. So I, I believe this was an Ask Reddit post, and the post was like, what's the most, the worst example of toxic fan behavior you've seen? Um, <laughs> okay, they said, As for Pittsburgh, I lived near Pittsburgh and went to quite a few Pirates games as well as Steelers and Penguins. Every time Pittsburgh was losing, the fans made a bunch of excuses about being cheated and then left. Hmm. That sounds like a certain American election that we recently had, does it not? Something tells me that if you drew a Venn diagram of these two groups, you know, the toxic Pittsburgh fans and um, let's just say the QAnon conspiracy theorists that allege the American election was faked, if you made a Venn diagram of these two groups, it would maybe vaguely resemble a circle. I don't know. I'm just, I'm throwing out ideas. This is just a theory. Um, there, there is one thing about, about Pittsburgh, or wait, no, I guess this is about Steelers fans, but this is from the same post just further down. This, this one just was funny to me. I went to see the Dolphins play the Steelers in 2013. This one guy was so hammered, he could barely stand. He just shouted, play Renegade a few times, and then barfed all over his legs and feet. It was an experience I'll never forget. I, <laughs> just the idea, the idea of somebody just completely wasted. He's just like, play Renegade. I assume they're talking about, you know, the Renegade song where the, the TikTok dance that went viral. I, I have to assume... No, because if this was in 2013, was that, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Renegade song, because there's one that goes like, Renegade, Renegade, hold on, I just, I fact-checked myself, see how easy that is to do, see how easy that is to do, I'm, I'm doing it right now, 
live on air. Because like a lot of TikTok songs, this very easily could have come out many years ago and it just got repopularized through TikTok. That happens a lot. Oh, released 2020. Okay, so my, dang it, my view of that story has changed because it can't be, the guy can't be talking about Renegade like from the TikTok dance, but nevertheless, it's still a funny image. And it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's harmless. I, I mean, I guess the most harm this, this guy inflicted was barfing all over himself, which would be kind of disgusting to the people around him, but that's better than, say, I don't know, shining a laser pointer in the goalie's eyes? Here, this this person on Reddit said, in extra time, a few were layered, which I assume is overtime? I don't know. A few players complained about a laser being shown on the field, delaying kickoff, but it was seen clearly when name of athlete was trying to save a, pen- a penalty. He succeeded, so the laser might have empowered him, but still, bad move. And then someone comments, more than just a bad move. Green lasers are even more likely to cause retinal damage than red laser pointers. He could have permanently ended the keeper's career. That's insane. Pointing a laser pointer in the goalie's eyes just so you can maybe get your team to win? Like, that's unacceptable. And the funny part is, even if this person had succeeded in distracting the goalie with the laser pointer at best and blinding them at worst, at worst, don't you think that would be kind of a cheap win if your team won only because the goalie was distracted by something completely out of their control and that was that rightfully distracted them because it could have made them blind? That's crazy to me. Like you can't even justify a win like that. You don't deserve to be proud. Okay, and okay, and then we have this Daily Mail article that says, First pictures, Italian football fans facing charges over pre-match attack, which left Liverpool supporter, 53, fighting for life. Like, fighting for his life. Now, let me get one thing straight. When people talk about toxic masculinity, this is it. This is what we're talking about. Like, being so aggressive in your support for a a sports team that you literally put people in a hospital bed that's really toxic and i i think it goes without saying that you know men are the main enjoyers of the sports tradition i would say and i'm not saying that that it, uh, that's a stereotype, right? So I, I think it goes without saying that like supporting your team in such an aggressive way is masculinity. It is the, the toxic forms of masculinity. Like when people say toxic masculinity, they're, they're not saying that masculinity itself is toxic. They're just talking about the forms of masculinity that may arise because of people like these fans, quote unquote, these quote-unquote fans who beat up this old man doing it because they think that they're like so tough and they just care so much about their their team. Like, I promise you, you can just put, put some face paint on, you know, have a little uh, tailgate before the game and I promise you, you'll have a good time 
and you won't end up in jail. That's a solution I think we can all live with. So, and, and this brings me to the, an experience that I had at a sporting event. And I honestly didn't even, this kind of left the consciousness of my memory until I was reading this article yesterday. And so I, I was attending a soccer game for my university. And this was, I mean, this was my first weekend there. So I was a freshman, you know, I did the, the face paint thing, went with some new friends I had made. I got to meet the, the mascot. I was living life. But what absolutely ruined it for me and what was a terrible impression on the students of this university for me, terrible first impression, um, was that, so I was, I was sitting on the side, uh, I think it was the second, second half, (laughs) it was after intermission, (laughs) all you theater kids who don't understand what's going on, it was after intermission, and so the, the teams had switched sides, and so I was on the end where now the opposing team's goalie was there, so that was the opposing team's, no, that was our goal, but it had the opposing team's goalie, because they were defending the goal, and I heard the most I guess it it wasn't, they weren't saying anything, like, they were borderline catcalling. Keep in mind, this is also women's soccer, too, which you shouldn't, you shouldn't harass anybody. But just the fact that it was these, like, fully grown men doing it to a, a woman on the opposing soccer team that's standing all by herself as the goalie, that's just disgusting to me. And so they they were just like harassing her and it was borderline catcalling. Like, oh my gosh. I they said some terrible they were like, oh, this is probably why your boyfriend broke up with you. Sir? And like, I, I understand that maybe it's kind of a tradition where you just like try distracting the other team. But this was the whole entire game, nonstop. It was like they had come only to harass the goalie. I don't care. I don't care if you are the most diehard sports fan in the history of like athletic performance. I don't care. There's no excuse for that. You are a grown man at a women's soccer game. First of all, not it's not that serious. It's you know, it's 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 an old, it's a college game. We're going to have fun. Nobody's dying. Even if your team loses, you know what? Whatever. They can try again next time. You don't need to be, like, yelling at the goalie how unattractive she is. And might I add, commenting on the length of her shorts. I'm just going to leave that where it is. You know what I'm talking about. It was disgusting. And the whole time, like, and me being the little, like, intimidated freshman I was. I mean, had had I been the woman I am now. I probably would have said something. Like, guys, are you serious? But the most I did was really just, like, give them dirty looks. And I and I was, like, with my group of friends, I was like, do you guys hear them? Like, that's really obnoxious. But I like to think that the person I am today, I would have called them out on it. I would have been like, guys, seriously? Like, this is really pathetic. I really do think, like especially if I was empowered by a group of friends, I think that that would have been me. Unfortunately, it wasn't. 
So this is an admission as this is an invitation as sports are starting back up again. uh, The world's reopening. Stadiums are able to be filled at capacity slowly but surely. A, just don't, 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 you, you don't need to be violent. You don't need to be verbally abusive to the other team or the other fans of the other team. And B, if you hear something, say something. Like, especially if you're with a group of people that feel the same way as you. Like, that's just, it's so toxic, dude. Like, and then after the game, just going and, like, burning up cars and running people over. Hello? Hello? It's not, it's really, it's not that deep. It is not that deep. You will wake up to your, so what? Your team loses. You go to bed, you wake up, and you say, let's try again today. (sighs) I I really hope that um this <laughs> this topic has been, you know, it's it's not a topic that I think I would ever cover, but I'm just really passionate about it and did some research and found some good articles. Um I would love to hear your thoughts about this, so please send in a listener message or message me on Patreon or text me personally. I just and, and especially if you are a sports fan. And maybe if you have something to say that will defend your fellow toxic sports fans, I would love to hear it. But I'm just telling you right here, right now, I don't care how much you love sports. It does not give you an excuse to be violent. It just doesn't. So you know what? Just throw up, throw up a Patriots flag. I know that's kind of controversial. I shouldn't say throw up a 49ers flag. You know, go meet up with some friends before the game buy some beers and sit down and enjoy the show you and you i promise you do not have to yell obscenities at a child sitting in front of you to get that experience (laughs) with that being said thanks for listening to lonely fans where the only thing you'll want to pay is attention